Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> outside of my house with a news crew. Um, she was demanding that I come outside. Hello. Um, I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello? The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you, we'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody. Y'all, I really need my family to be safe. I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. So typical. Welcome back. It's Monday. Left tells lies. And it's a good thing that a lot of people on our side of the aisle have gotten smart enough to make sure that they are recording whatever is going on. Donald Trump was very big about that. If he was doing an interview, he would have his own people recording. So that way, if you decide to alter or change the actual recording and lie about something that he said, he would show you the real footage, and then you could see the truth for yourself. Candace Owen obviously did that. Two people in the video was the uh, lady that bought all the houses. I think she owned six houses, or Black Lives Matter houses. She bought with the proceeds from all the money that those people that donated to Black Lives Matter gave out in the summer of 2020. Uh, she just wanted to question her on a few things, and you can see it was super aggressive. Candace Owen was being extremely polite and I'm glad that she was able to videotape that herself before uh, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter came out and put on the whole show with the uh, alligator tears and all, acting like she's in some type of danger because somebody is politely asking to speak with her outside of her house. But those are the things that the left does. Uh, and you later on in the Black Lives Matter founder's video, you know, she put out somewhat of a call to action saying that they're not going to tolerate it and they're not going to stand for these types of attacks going forward because it's damaging to her organization and to black and brown people all over the country and that they will be fighting against it with everything that they have, <laughs> which is kind of an awful lot, I guess, depending on how much money they got from everybody. It seems like she did fairly well, so she must have quite a bit. She certainly has more than I have. Well, it's Monday. Not a whole lot of really new items have been going on. Typical stuff in the United States nowadays, and I say this uh, somewhat jokingly, but there was more mass shootings. Uh, one of the mass shootings had a letter from an extreme leftist that just hated the right and went on a shooting spree. You probably won't hear much about that in the news because uh, 
that's not the narrative that uh, works for them. But it was a kind of a typical weekend for me. I, not a whole lot going on as far as news goes. We're you know, still fighting the whole Roe versus Wade deal, which is getting more and more annoying uh, by the day. But I did see a letter released that they will come to some type of conclusion for at least one of the decisions by the end of this week. So we'll see if that holds true. I, I forget which uh, paper I read that in, but supposedly by the end of this week, they're going to come out with the formal decision for at least one of the cases. It's a little bit early. Generally, it's in mid to late June that they start releasing um, whatever the uh, outcome is for all the cases that they've heard. But Hey, better better late than never. My guess would be it's Roe versus Wade because of all the controversy. They'd probably like it all to stop. Uh, because once you come to a definite conclusion one way or the other, you know, since the speculation has gone out of it, and then everybody will simmer down. I mean, the left will flare up like a bad hemorrhoid. But more or less, everybody else will simmer down, and they can start getting back to some type of normalcy on the Supreme Court, if that's even possible at this point. I think there was an article I was reading that Clarence Thomas uh, just said to himself, it's getting to the point where, and I'm paraphrasing, um, all government, you know, no matter what facet, the, you know, the judicial, legislative, or, or, or the uh, executive branch, they're, it's getting to a point where they're, none of them are going to be believable and they're all turning into jokes, which... I don't necessarily disagree with them when you're having people leak things out of the Supreme Court, which has never been done because they're trying to force someone to change their opinion. That's what it looks like anyways. Um, you know, how much can you trust the Supreme Court now? You know, we can't already. We don't trust the executive uh, branch or the legislative branch. We already know that that's full of uh, uh, swamp monsters. You know, now the last one that was, I don't want to say it was rock solid because it was there were a lot of questions around the Supreme Court already. Judges that were in place, you know, they, they don't didn't really seem to follow the ideology that they claimed to follow. You know, if you have a conservative judge or a judge that says they are strictly by the rule, by the book, they follow the law as it's written, as Roberts would like to claim, he often tends to vote with liberals, you know, and I, I know that we like to look at it as a liberals versus conservative deal, but in reality, it's not supposed to be that way. You know, the lady justice is blind. They're not supposed to see parties or sides. They're just supposed to interpretate the law the, to the best of their ability um, and give us the correct rulings. Well, that hasn't been happening for quite some time, so I can't say for fa for a fact that that institute that was the like rock solid institution left but if there was any faith left in it at all uh, i would say the leak pretty much destroyed that all right moving on from all of that nonsense um oh here's kamala harris enjoy this because this is stupid <laughs> you'll like it here it is i often note and have talked with many of you um, about our shared belief that our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. 
You know, it's at moments like these that a small part of me, (laughs) I can't believe I'm about to say this, but a small part of me almost wants to say AOC might actually be smarter than Kamala Harris. And I know if you know anything about me, I think that girl is just plain dumb. But after listening to that incoherent statement (laughs) that was just thrown out there, I'm starting to uh, have some serious doubts that AOC is my number one idiot to go to. I'm starting to think Kamala may be close to taking first place. Uh, just just my opinion. Um, climate change. Oh, God. I don't know what else to say about climate change. Uh, I, I mean, it, we're getting closer to November. That, that's what I can tell you about climate change. So all your normal things that happen every election cycle are starting to happen. Where you're going to start hearing all the racist stuff, the sexist stuff, I mean, the abortion rights, what other rights are they going to steal, the LGBTQ rights, uh, you know, now climate change, that's it, the world's over, we're all going to die in five years, you know, I hope you had a nice run, goodbye. I, we're going to start hearing all of this, and it's just going to ramp up nonstop until election day. And then we're going to get a limited breather, Because right after that, they're all going to dive into 2024. So we'll get a little bit of a breather. We'll get the uh, residual effect after the November election. You'll have a little bit lingering here and there. And then we'll probably get about six months where we don't have to listen to all this nonsense. And then they'll start pounding it once again. And it's just nauseating to me that they can do the same thing every two and four years with... Nobody on their side noticing that they just beat the same drum over and over and over. Do any of those people use their brain? That's that lump, as as uh, Tom Hanks said in A League of Their Own. Your brain, that's that lump three feet above your rear. Yeah, do any of them use that at all? Just out of curiosity. That, do you not see the game that's being played? Do you not realize you guys are on autopilot and repeat? Boy, it's rough. I don't know. I'm not even going to get into climate change too much. I just had to throw that out there because I was, I was a little bit saddened. You know, I, I, I kind of like AOC as my favorite idiot because when she says stuff, it's so off the wall and just so incorrect. I mean, it is amazing. You just can't be that stupid. I don't even think you could write something that stupid and rehearse it to try to appear to be that stupid. I think you would still sound smarter than that. So it's a shame that, my God, somebody in this United States is actually dumber than that. And that particular person is also another person in power. She happens to be the VP. Oh, my God. And you wonder why we all think we're doomed. Now, I don't follow drama. I don't really care. There's so much drama online. Uh, some of it seems realistic. Some of it doesn't. I read it and I just keep on swiping on by. I'm not that interested in people having at it uh, unless it's something very interesting. Well, I do like Glenn Beck's program. If you're new to my program, you will figure that out. If you have been here for a while, you've definitely heard his name mentioned a bunch of times. Elijah Schaefer with Slightly Offensive. Um, has his own show on the blaze. Apparently his co-host, 
decided to leave. It was on her own terms. From what she has written on there, she's not being fired. She's just decided to uh, take a step back from it and maybe, you know, change a course, whatever she wants to do. And she doesn't owe anybody any more explanation than that. Uh, Elijah Schaefer has been a little bit of a loose cannon on Twitter, uh, although some of it's entertaining. Uh, he's been getting a little bit wild on Twitter, and he's been making comments that are going to offend a lot of people. Uh, he does that generally anyways. Him and there, there's another girl on there that I follow, Isabel. She's another loose cannon that, uh, you know, they, they go out there to offend you on purpose, and it, that's just their way of being. You know, no fault to them. They, they do as they please. Um. Anyways, Elijah Schaefer, uh, first of all, said that he didn't know that she was quitting and she broke up with him on Twitter and he was just finding out from everybody else. Uh, her response to that was, you knew about this for weeks and she just got the green light to tell everybody, so don't cause any more drama. That's really not the big problem here. <laughs> here. The big problem is uh, he made a comment regarding Mormons. Uh, yeah, as far as their religion goes... He believes that uh, they are wrong in their faith and that ultimately, if you're a Mormon, you're probably not going to end up in the right place. And again, and again, this is not me. This is generally what he said. This is not verbatim. It's not word for word. Uh, well, his boss, in case anybody doesn't know, Glenn Beck happens to be a Mormon. So I did think about that when I read the tweet originally and I was like, eh, know if that was probably the smartest move to make or the smartest thing to say but i'm an advocate for free speech so say what you want you know get it off your chest if you feel you need to well glenn beck did actually respond to him uh, in glenn beck fashion and ended up uh, saying to him you know since you are uh, know the truth and that was in all capital letters which i'm sure was you know obviously intended as a sarcastic remark um he wonders if you could work for somebody like Glenn Beck, uh, knowing that he's a Mormon and that he's damned and going to hell if you could work under him <laughs> since he's his mentor. Uh, which, you know, I didn't really even expect Glenn Beck to respond. If you know anything about him, he don't get into all the drama either. He's kind of like me. I stay out of all that crap because it's, it's just a waste of time. But he actually responded to that. One response, Elijah Schaefer's response to his response was that although he basically does respect him and he considers him a friend and a good mentor and he's fantastic on the in the political arena and how much he loves this country, he's still going to stand by what he said about Mormons. <laughs> now, I don't know if that means uh, if you are an avid listener of slightly offensive with uh, uh, Elijah Schaefer. Now, it's just going to be with Elijah Schaefer. Um I don't know how much longer he's going to have a show. I mean, I don't see Glenn Beck as the kind of guy that's just going to hammer you for a disagreement because he talks to people all the time that he considers friends that he disagrees with, uh, which is a wonderful thing. But, you know, potentially Elijah may have shot himself in the foot there. That could potentially be the end of his career, at least on the blaze. You know, we shall see. But um, that was some drama that I thought was interesting and if you are a blaze listener and you don't happen to have twitter or follow anything like that now you're up to speed so i guess we'll see where that goes this week i don't know if glenn beck will address it or not uh but that's kind of where they're at now if you want to hear an a really really interesting story i i was very surprised to read this 
If you would think of companies, uh, streaming companies, and you were to list them as most liberal, most agenda-driven, all their content revolves around the new agenda that's being created, I would say, minus the fact that we know Disney already is doing what they're doing because they've openly said so, I would say Netflix and Amazon are probably pretty high on the list there, maybe one and two. Well, Netflix, in a plot twist, here you go, Netflix updated their culture memo that now includes a new section called Artistic Expression that states that it will not censor specific artists or voices even if an employee considers the content harmful. In the memo, uh, it said, if you find it hard to support our content, Netflix may not be the best place for you. Later adding that employees may be required to work on projects that they perceive to be harmful and that if they have a hard time accepting their work assignment, they might want to consider working somewhere else. Entertaining the world it is, amazing op- is an amazing opportunity and also a challenge because viewers have very different tastes and points of view. So we offer a wide variety of TV shows and movies, some of which can be provocative. The new section reads, later adding, we support the artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with and that we let the viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices. Again, it went on to tell them that if this is a problem for them, they can kick rocks. I thought that that was very interesting. Now, why are they doing it? Well, when you see Walt Disney, the most beloved company in the world, everybody knows Disney, everybody would aspire to be Disney. Disney was the conglomerate, the giant, the untouchable, the unsinkable, the Titanic, anything you wanted to call Disney, Disney was that. Once you saw Disney getting lefts, rights, and uppercuts, and just getting barraged from every direction, and eventually getting KO'd, I think most companies looked at that and said, ooh, whoa, 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 look, (laughs) we better hold on here, we better back up, look, if they can do it to them, their most beloved, the, the number one place for all families to go to, if they can, if they can knock Disney around like that, and they can take them out, we're, we're easy pickings, we might not want to go down that same path. That is amazing. You know, plot twist is it may be that Netflix was the one particular one to uh, to make that statement, but uh, they're right. <laughs> if that's the reason you chose to do it, you're absolutely right. We have done an excellent job as of late boycotting. I mean, I, I you know. I guess I got to even stop myself. We're, we're all not fans of boycotting, but, you know, you vote with your with your dollars. So, I mean, in a sense, it is boycotting because you're just refusing to, to uh, be a parishioner of there. But you're not – I'm not telling people not to. I'm just telling you to vote with your wallet. Uh, so it's not like I'm necessarily calling, calling for a boycott, even though it kind of is. But I think Disney got the memo after a $63 billion bath that – People have had enough of them and their nonsense, and you are not too big to fall. 
And once Netflix and Amazon and other places have seen what has now happened to everybody's beloved Disney, they probably got uh, to a point where they're like, we better tighten up or we're a lot easier of a ship to sink than Disney is and we will not exist. And as much as this is where I would disagree with Glenn Beck. See, I'm all for Glenn Beck. I think Glenn Beck literally wrote the book on the Great Reset. And if you have, I mean, he literally did. And I've read it. And it's everything you could ever hope to know about the Great Reset. Much more detailed and better laid out than I could ever pretend to explain it to you because he has had countless hours put into this book. Uh, One thing I disagree with, I know that he believes that for ESG, for global domination, for power, that these corporations will put profits to the side. I've always disagreed with that statement because as much as he believes in it, and that's completely his right to, I don't believe that. Money makes the world go round. And to me, this proves what I think, which is you see Disney took that bath and everybody else is like, ooh, we better back up. Because no matter what they say at the end of the day, it always comes back to money. Because money is power. How can I prove that money is power? Not that anybody needs me to, but let's take you know the most recent example of the richest man in the world buying one of the most toxic platforms in the world to restore it back to what he wants it to be because he has the financial backing to do it because he's got the money, the green, the cash, because cash, that just proves its power. He was able to go in there and say, you know what? Your platform sucks. You're censoring everybody. Free speech is stamped out. This has become nothing more than a tool for the left to put disinformation and misinformation out there. And I'm going to buy it and I'm going to turn it back into what it was supposed to be or its former glory, whatever you want to look at, however you want to look at it. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it. And to me, that proves my point. (laughs) Money is absolutely power. Because he had the money, he had the power to do that. So that's one thing with the Great Reset is I think if we all rally together, and I know this is a little bit detached from what we're talking about, but if we all rally together, if you want to stop these things from happening, believe me, it comes down to cash. Always. It's a little more difficult to maybe go out of your way to shop at mom and pop places. Maybe it costs a little bit more money. And right now everybody's pinching pennies because everything's messed up. But in the long run, it's going to be more beneficial for all of us because we'll, we'll survive. We'll get through all of this. And once we do and it smooths out, things will get back to a much more affordable place. And we will put these corporations and these Uh, political uh, junkies up there back in their place that think that they can pull the wool over our eyes and that they can rule us as dictators because that ain't going to happen. Not on my watch. (laughs) I'm I'm doing the best that I can. And uh, I will yell and scream and I will do this until either A, they just completely shut me down or B, if I feel that It's not gaining any traction and nobody's really listening. I'll still continue to do it in my personal life and try to warn and alert as many people as possible, but maybe this didn't pan out the way I had hoped it to. 
you know, it is going in a positive direction. So I have no fear. Uh, my, I continually grow every single month. I haven't seen a plateau yet. It's been consistently growing. So if I get to a plateau, obviously I wouldn't stop doing what I'm doing. Um, because yeah, a, a plateau just means you got to put a little more effort, in my opinion. So everything's going well for me. But the point is, is that I will do this my entire life until they either physically shut me down or, you know, it's just time for me to move on myself. All right. Well, that is Monday's episode. I know that was a little uh, more or less what I was just thinking about because there was no really big stories. I mean, I, I could talk to you about mass shootings, but... I mean, it's getting to a point now where mass shootings happen all the time. And if you look where they're happening at, mainly they're happening in blue states. I'm not saying they don't happen in red states, but mainly they're always in blue states. So I just, you know, I'm I'm not going to sit here and go over it. You've seen the news, I'm sure. You've gotten alerts on your phone, depending on what apps you have. Uh, You know what time it is with the shootings. Figure out to talk about other things that are coming or that I see that are on my mind at the moment. All right. If you like what you're hearing, please follow me at Twitter at LJCONSERCRN. Truth, I am at The Real Little Joe. Parlor, I'm at The Real Little Joe. Facebook, I'm at Little Joe's Conservative Corner. YouTube, I'm at Little Joe's CC. Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can go to littlejoescc.com and go to the contact section to send me a message. I will respond back. We will do it again tomorrow.